Falcons fans, welcome in. It is episode 28 of Out of Your Falcon Mind, Atlanta Falcons fan cast. My name is John. I'm your host, and I am riding solo today. Uh, Mike, uh, unfortunately, lost his phone somewhere in Atlanta, and luckily, some dude found it and called him, and uh, or I don't know how he got in touch with him, but anyway, he got in touch with him, and he's on his way to pick up his phone now, so he could not make the uh, our, uh, our scheduled uh evening to, to record, but I'm not by myself. I am joined by Adam, co-host of Around the Block, another awesome Falcons podcast out there um, in our Falcons community. Adam, what's going on, buddy? Not much. How are you doing, man? I'm, I'm really excited to jump on. I, you know, I, I started listening to your work when you when you said you wanted to come on, and I like your guys' stuff, so I, you know, positive stuff. So that's that's my kind of vibe. Good Just deal, talking man. football too, you know. Anytime yeah, yeah, yeah. I Talk to the guys down south. That's 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 my kind of vibe. Yeah, and if you guys didn't know, Adam's actually in uh, Ontario. He's just outside of Toronto, not too far. Yeah. So, uh, Falcons fans. So we're going to get into that um, on the show. We had an email we're going to go through from one of the listeners, um, and we're going to go through these quarterbacks. Man, not we're about there's about six of them that um, you know that and. Who knows if we, I mean, we we've learned long, if you've been a Falcons fan, you know, not to put your, not to really predict anything. Cause you're probably going to be wrong, but um, they could take one of these guys. They may not, you never know. Uh, but we're going to get into a little bit of what we think on these quarterbacks and uh, just overall some thoughts on the Falcons and everything as we get into it. Um, and, but first off, man, uh, tell us, man, how the hell did you become a Falcons fan up in Canada? <laughs> um, so I was about eight years old uh, when I watched my first Super Bowl. Uh, my first football game ever was the 98 Super Bowl. It's Falcons Broncos. Wow. Uh, like I went to uh, my cousin's house, who's a Cowboys fan. Uh, mm. So I could have, I could have very closely became a Cowboys fan. Dodgeable. Um, yeah. So he invited <laughs> me to, uh, I don't, it wasn't even really a Super Bowl party. I was just kind of at his house and we ordered food and it was like my first like experience of football. Right. And, He's like, oh, you gotta, you gotta pick a team. You gotta, you know, here's a, here's a list of the teams, and I didn't even know Atlanta was in the Super Bowl. And I'm like, oh, those co- those colors look cool, man. I like that symbol. He's like, oh, they're actually playing this Sunday or whenever it was, Saturday or Sunday or whatever. I'm like, oh, really? They're like, yeah, they're playing for the championship. They're like, you can't. He's like, you can't pick that team. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, obviously, <laughs> I, I just picked it. I picked it off the color and the logo. Obviously, I'm gonna pick. I'm eight years old, dude. Right, right. So. Um, so yeah, I, I did that. I watched the Super Bowl obviously that week. Um, Chris Chandler, I watched Jamal Anderson uh, do his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Ray Buchanan was was oh, a big yeah. guy that I liked. Uh, uh, Keith Brooking, uh, yeah, I have a love hate. Later, Keith Brooking made me a little bit upset. Early, Keith oh Brooking yeah, was fun. Yeah, uh, Patrick Kearney was was really my it, like. That's when I started pushing to that side of the ball to defense, where I really like. Uh, watching defense because uh, those guys um, and yeah Terrence Mathis which is like so surreal because I've actually had a conversation with Terrence Mathis and That's he was awesome. one of my favorite players uh, growing up so that was kind of like um, that was like real I don't know like I, the way I see it, I'm like a Canadian kid with like no real ties to the south mm-hmm. and like I feel like the south just welcomed me in and like it's been like this great experience I've just been and then obviously you go through 2001, we drafted the most exciting player to ever hit college football almost, the Michael Vick. And it was just easy to stay with the course, right? Like mm-hmm. we, we got this, you know, we, I went through the ups, the downs with Michael Vick uh, and then the very downs. 
And then, you know, we had that really bad season and then, oh, in pops Matt Ryan. So we get exciting again. First touchdown pass. All right. So now yeah. I'm in. So now we're like, what? I'm like, tw- I'm 12 years in at this point, 11 years in. So I might as well stay the course. And then obviously the 2010s were really, really uh, generous to us. I guess I would say that was, yeah. that was like probably sure. our most successful run as a franchise was 2010s ish oh, to, to yeah. 2018 mm-hmm. yeah so i don't have that backstory like a 66 falcon like some of these guys but um just know that i appreciate the rich history and obviously Deion sanders and stuff like that but um yeah i feel like the self welcomed me in and, and uh you know i just try to give you guys great content and whatnot yeah no definitely and, and you do man like we uh if you're a first time listener to this to this podcast so Mike and I started this back in October. Um, Mike's actually from Washington, D.C. So he grew up there. Oh, nice. Yeah, and like his entire family, except for his mother. His mother's actually, she's from Texas. She's a huge Cowboys fan. Um, nice. And then his, his, his father and his brother, they're all Redskins. Or I'm sorry, Commanders, uh, as officially. Commanders, Commanders. commanders yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, anyway, he, he didn't even like the sport of football. And uh, when he was like nine, 10 years old, he was like watching with his father and he saw the Falcons and he saw Dion and Dion, Dion was just like, he's dancing. He's got, you know, there's MC hammer on the sideline. Like it was all, he just couldn't believe it. And he was like, damn. So like, that's what got him to to like the Falcons. And he just like, he jumped in like full, like completely. And he's been, you know, like I was telling you before the show, Mike is the most, and if you listen to the show, you know, he's the most positive Falcons fan. I mean, he's full of energy. He's, I mean, he's going, I mean, he, he will dog him every now and then. Um, but I mean, and especially if you guys like Dante Fowler, not if he's not a big Dante guy, um, so <laughs> that's a few guys, like he really gets on, um, but he'll try to, you know, like he'll try to see the best in everyone until it's like just glaringly damn obvious that there's an issue, you know? So, gotcha. um, yeah, so I love him for it, but, um, anyway, and, and if you guys want, like I said, you can go back, you can listen to episode one. That was, we kind of got into like who we are and what, why we're doing this and everything. And then, um, we, uh, a few weeks ago, we had DW from the Falcoholic on, we did kind of like a season review. That was really fun time with him. So if you can go back DW, and check that one out. He's a good dude. He's yeah, a good he, dude. Yeah. He cracks me up. His Twitter just got me from like day one. Like, it's I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, That's man, awesome. like you understand us. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It makes sense. But yeah, I mean, it's, um, like you said, man, it's been, a, and you mentioned Pat Kearney man that might be the last defensive end that we drafted and developed was Pat Kearney yeah yeah I mean, we were as sad as yeah, that is as, I mean, and you know I was so the year we traded for John Abraham yeah um I was like oh my god like this mm-hmm. is gonna be Patrick Kearney John Abraham this is gonna be fun and like what two months later we traded Kearney and I was like man you have got to be kidding for like a second round pick I think that we I think that was the the pick that we drafted Schaub with yep yep um, you're right. yeah so it was like I'm just like man I just want to see some good defense and here I am 15 16 years later I'm still waiting for that still waiting some, on that defense, some good yeah. defense <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean we, we went through on the show man it's like it's every year the the rankings in the past right we talk about it's like we have the same conversation every year almost just like it's oh, like yeah. you can't fix can't the get... left guard where's the pass rush can we get some more interception yeah it's you know and like that's the thing like I'm such a defensive, like I, I for obviously people that don't know, I, I coach defense here in Canada mm-hmm. um, and just being the upbringing, I played linebacker. I played a little bit of running back too, but I mostly played linebacker, played a little bit of safety. Um, so my heart's always been on the defensive side of the ball. For sure. So we've always had like 
one guy pro bowler he's great mm-hmm. another guy who's really really good so like we've always had the one two pieces that can you know they'll, they'll give us a little something something but cohesively as a unit we've just never had it um mm-hmm. i think the closest thing was like when marquan manuel somehow got a good defense uh the year that we beat the rams the first year i think 2017 uh, yeah. We beat the Rams in the first round. We were supposed to get swamped by them. We we played really, really well. We beat them, held Philly to like 16 points and almost beat them. And then it looked like we might have made a Super Bowl push that year too. So we ought to like some – like it was so weird. It's like Don Terry Poe was like the puzzle piece <laughs> that was missing that year. Yeah. And then we played like really good and then we just didn't resign him. Like that was – if if you see my Twitter feed at all, anybody who's ever listening to that, Anytime Don Terry Poe comes up, I always just lose my mind because to me that was like one of the most like he literally established his defense and gave Grady Jarrett a running meet. Like why we why was he not back? I know. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, like, I know, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, and um, it's yeah, it, it's it's been like just one headache and one like can like head scratcher after another <laughs> when it comes to some of the moves, um, especially yeah. when it comes to, to the pass rush thing, man. And um, I mean we. And then uh, who, who else did you mention? Um, yeah, Pat Kearney. And then, dude, what's funny with Ryan is here in town, I would say probably, and I listen to Sports Talk here in Atlanta, and, I mean, dude, probably 60 to 70% easy wanted to draft Glenn Dorsey that year. Like they I was, all, I was one of those people. I was one of those people. Yeah, I, I mean, and yeah. I, I wasn't, I wasn't mad at those folks because I watched them in the SEC tear it up, you know, and like yeah. I saw like hardly anything of Matt Ryan. So I'm like, and plus it's BC. I'm like, ah, what the hell, you know? Yeah. You know? And so, um, you know, I, I, I was kind of like one of those people too. And then all of a sudden, you know, Matt was 11 and five in the first season. And I mean, you know, granted it helps when you have a, a really good Michael Turner at the time and you know, that man. A run game and like that might've been really his best good. Off. Yeah. It's a good trip down memory lane, man. Michael Turner was like, he was, he, he, it was the reason he was my running style when I was a running back was just like yeah. smash and bash, just mm-hmm. hit the hole. And then whatever happens through the hole happens. And exactly. he was just like, I remember like that first game, did he bust off like 200 yards? Yeah, man. And his, yeah, 220 or something. 220, like, oh, yeah, something like that. Yeah. He's yeah. he's got to be a Falcon legend, man. He was he was one of the good ones. I think he still sticks around and does some PR stuff for them. Yeah, but, yeah. His yeah. uh, I think each quad is at least my waist size. Like, and I'm I mean, I <laughs> oh, dude, you've met him. You've met no, him. Yeah. yeah, I've seen him. Yeah, he's he's uh, yeah. We we actually had a Hawks game one time. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, that yeah. is so awesome! I get yeah, it. I don't know how he found pants like they were. They're just freaking <laughs> like ridiculous tree trunk thing, man. But really nice so he, guy, man. So he was AJ Dillon before AJ Dillon. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I mean, what sucked about him? I mean, and it, nothing he could do about it. It's just, it's just his body style and and the way that he ran. But you know, as he got older, obviously, you know, like yeah. he, he got there's like I think Mike described him as like you know like a slow bowling ball. Like he just <laughs> didn't quite have that mm-hmm. off to him, you know, anymore. But man, it was yeah. when he was in his prime. Like that was that was a hell of a get for us. Um, that was a good but, football, man. That was really good football. Yeah, man. and we had a nasty offensive line, man. Harvey Dahl and McClure and those guys. I mean, that was you know, that was uh, kind of. You know, miss, misty eye thinking about that stuff. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. But uh, so, memory lane. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, before we get on to the quarterbacks, man, um, what was your, I guess, uh, thoughts or did you have any expectations going into this last season? Like, I, me personally, like I had zero expectations. I didn't know what to expect. I just, I mean, I knew I knew Arthur Smith. You know, I knew Terry Fontenot. Um, also knew what kind of roster we were dealing with and what kind of cap situation we had. So I didn't honestly, 
I didn't expect a whole hell of a lot, but what about you? Yeah, I was, um, I was, I was from, I think I was stamping like seven, eight wins. I think I was, I was somewhere yeah. there. Uh, you know, obviously schedule kind of favored that for us this year. For sure. Um, but that being said, there was a lot that I was frustrated about. I don't know, like usage of Richie Grant and stuff like that. Just the way the pass rush came together. Um, obviously like Dean Pease, there's nothing, nothing Dean Pease can do about that. Like, schematically you know mm -hmm. uh Barkevius Mingo he, he got charged with whatever he got charged with um prior to the year and he he was probably going to play a key role for us where Ade Ugandeji was going to play yeah. uh Ade was extremely raw coming out uh, albeit he, he was he was pretty good for the first six stretch six games of the the year but he, he kind of hit that rookie wall and mm -hmm. he kind of didn't didn't get over it so hopefully he takes a step next year um but just in general, like the team was just so depleted of talent. Um, and even, uh, you know, even on, on, on the offensive line side of the things, <laughs> um, people were trying to sell me Jalen Mayfield. I'm like, I just, I can't buy this. Like, I just what, like when I was what, watching his, at what point were they trying to sell him to? <laughs> well, like when they, so I did a deep dive, like, obviously if you follow my feed, I deep dive a lot of right. prospects. Mm -hmm. um, so after the draft, you know, we have our draft class, we have our own draft free agents. So I just, I ripped through all, all, however many we, we pick and I just deep dive nitpick and I go through each one and they, people were like, I, if, if I pulled up the thread on Mayfield, people were ripping me apart for being brutally honest about it. But if you, again, if you follow my Twitter feed, I'm brutally honest about everything. I don't sugarcoat anything. That's just mm -hmm. like, you know what I mean? Like when I was when I was being coached, people would lie to me about the way I was playing, and I didn't get better because of it, right? So now it brought me to be a brutally honest coach and also a brutally honest evaluator. Yep. So I was seeing things like, oh, you're being too hard on Mayfield. You know, he's he's a tough guy. He does this. He like he came into the league. He had short arms off the back, so he he was coming in as guard. He was never going to see uh, Chris Lindstrom. So he was going from the right side of the line to the left side of the line, mm. playing a new position, playing on a new side of the line. So that's completely different. Um, and, like, I don't know how good you are with swearing on this podcast, but – You can let uh, it rip, one, man. Yeah, one offensive lineman said going from one side of the line to the other side of the line is like wiping your hand with the other – with wiping your ass with the other hand after oh, yeah. wiping your ass with the other for, the, for your whole life. So, like – and Jalen Mayfield just never, ever, ever – like, he never progressed. Like, there was no right. progression – throughout 17 games he had 17 games and there was zero progression um and he he was lit, like aaron freeman said the statistic on his locked on falcons of of the guards drafted the last 15 years he was the worst damn so like you know what i mean like there, that's got to be like a mechanical like something in your head um, he had he had like a schematically good uh, surrounding, like Arthur Smith's a former O line guy. Mm -hmm. um, the uh, the the O line coach, I always forget his name from Louisville, uh, who obviously came in. I always forget his name, but he was he was an outside zone guy, so he was fitting the scheme. Um, so there was no excuse for him to not excel, right? Like mm -hmm. Drew Dahlman, he played early in the year, yeah. looked like shit, but he mm -hmm. came in the second half of the year when they were doing that center rotation, and he really stepped up. Um, he, I thought he was better in Hen better than Hennessy at some points. Um, and I thought his pass protection was better than Hennessy as well, who Hennessy as well 
had one of the worst pass blocking grades in, in all of football as well. Mm-hmm. So season overall, I just thought there was like, I like, like you, I didn't have massive expectations. I knew yeah. we'd get to about six, seven, eight wins. Um, I was frustrated about the product put on the field. And it's just like, we're just letting Jalen Mayfield get killed like week in week out, which they're led. Matt Ryan to be hit sacked the most that he's ever been sacked. We thought yep. the O line was bad last year. Oh yeah, it's worse this year. Mm-hmm. So like for me, it's it's just frustrating because either they want they they see something in Mayfield and they want to continue that trend on playing him, um, or that was literally the best option and and which is scary. That, so. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you know what I mean. Like it's it's twofold and it's like yeah, I don't we, know. I guess. I like I fully my biggest thing was I knew this was a hundred percent evaluation year. First year is mm-hmm. always an evaluation year under a new regime. Uh, if it if it's a if it's GM and a new head coach, then you know things are different. The expectations are different, but completely new regime. Um, Terry Fontenot said it himself. Uh, he didn't even know Atlanta before when the Senior Bowl got there, so he didn't even go to the Senior Bowl last year. Yep. Um, so, like he's going in. Uh, all these all these things he said he didn't want to change the scouting staff last year because uh you know they were already so deep into the draft process so he didn't uh he obviously made some changes this year uh that's what people said brought in you know kyle smith last year to to spearhead his draft stuff so um i just think last year was a a complete evaluation year which sucks because you you can one year of matt ryan uh you know things happen with calvin ridley unfortunately uh, you know, Cordero Patterson gave us some of the most exciting football we've seen the past couple of years. Thank God. And then, the, you know, the the development of Kyle Pitts, obviously, like it's it's hard to ignore how great he's going to be. Um, yeah, and it, it, so I, you know, seeing seeing the players uh, and, and the growth of AJ Terrell, that was another thing. Uh, yeah, that was insane. Just just being like he took like one of the biggest leaps from year one to year two. And if he takes that year two to year three leap, where it's supposed to be the biggest year gap when when you're coming into the league, um, that could be scary. Like he could, that could be really, really fun because he's just a freak. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, like we talked about that with DW. I was like, I don't think I've seen, especially a corner go from like eh, pretty good to like, what the hell? Like what, like just amazing. Like Like, You're you're not even throwing on the side of the field. Right. That's that's how bad it was. It wasn't even being targeted. No, I know it's, it was crazy. And then I'm like, you know, I mean, unfortunately for Moreau, that meant everything was coming his way. (laughs) So he got dogged. I mean, by a lot all year long. Yeah. Um, And our safety's got absolutely roasted all year too. Like it was, that was, that just can't happen this year. (laughs) No, not at all. And you know, look, I looked at, um, well, I mean, we've said it, too before like um, Tori McElhinney I think was her interview with Dean Pease in the, the year and she asked him you know what do you need for your defense to be successful and he said I need guys who can play man and I need guys who can rush the passer without me having to dial up pressure you know yeah. so I mean obviously going into the draft that's going to be you know two things I mean I think he's gonna have a big say in that um I mean, yeah oh for I mean, sure so yeah and uh but yeah I'm, I'm with you man I, I I was we roasted Mayfield weekend and week out um Yeah, I mean, inconsistencies of McGarry was pissing me off um, pretty regular basis. (laughs) Um, um, I mean, he was so flashes, and then other times you're just like, what the hell? He didn't even touch the freaking guy, you know? So it was just, uh, you know, that was frustrating. But like you said, I mean, you would hope to see a little bit of progression at at some point through seven, if you're going to play all 17 games. And like I even asked, you know, DW, I'm like, man, you typically don't see – 
a coach or a GM draft somebody, play them, and then immediately move on from them the second year. Like they normally don't, they don't normally admit that quickly that shit, we were wrong on that one. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and he, and I asked him, I said, what do you, what do you think? And he's like, I don't, uh, he didn't really think, you know, they were going to just say, okay, you're done. You know, he thought his, his best guess at the time, at least was they're going to bring in a veteran guard to have nothing, nothing mm-hmm. else to push him or, you know, compete with him, probably take the job, <laughs> who knows what, but I mean, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I, like you said, it just can't happen again, especially with Matt back there. I mean, we all know Matt's mobility. I mean, Matt's, Matt's got good footwork in the pocket, but he can't run outside the pocket. So, I mean, yeah, if you're going to have Matt play quarterback, you're going to have to get a line that can protect him. And uh, I, I mean, I think that was probably for the, for the people that were brutally honest in the evaluation of the team at that point and going into camp, Mm-hmm. I think that was one of the most frustrating things for us is because you knew you had a pocket quarterback. Yeah. And two two thirds of your interior line were in shambles. Right. Um, you know, obviously Alex Mack wasn't going to be here. He wanted to move on and compete for a championship, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but how do you just hand a guy who who had anchor issues um in Hennessy and who was just getting absolutely dog walked uh last year when he played, how do you just hand him the keys to uh to center and then how do you you know a developmental player in Mayfield who obviously uh, probably at some point should have been benched in the year but we oh, just yeah. didn't have the horses to get him on the bench right right um how do you how do you go into the season with with two-thirds of that equation lacking sorely like big mm-hmm. time right um so yeah I, I'm probably under the same wave, wavelength as as DW like they definitely got to get a vet in here I, I would not be shocked if they if they doubled down and just went uh, we'll, we'll get a guy to compete with Mayfield at left guard, but we're going to get a center like yeah. like James Daniels or Ben Jones, who obviously worked with Arthur Smith in Tennessee, uh, because that's that's very important. And and Matt Hennessy is just so bad in pass protection. Uh, you know, like it was so weird because this is my love. I'm not going to go on this PFF rant, rant now, but it's my love hate relationship with him. Oh, thank you. Like yeah. some games, he had like an 88 grade. Yeah but he had like a 30, 30 grade on pass protection, like a 92 grade on run protection. Somehow that equaled out to 88. And yeah, then he was one of the top 15 guard, top 15 centers in football. I'm just like, somebody needs to explain this to me because I, do, I don't get it. No, like, just, like yeah. just because you're good in one area, it doesn't make you a complete player. Like, you know what I mean? It doesn't make mm-hmm. you a complete player. So yeah, I think, I think they got some work to do on that O line. So yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I, I'm not, like I said, I, I um, knowing that I guess a good and bad well we've got I mean we've got so many holes uh to fill I mean but the this draft is pretty full of tackles and pretty full of guards if we wanted to go that direction at some point but uh anyway that kind of leads us into uh list this email from a listener that we got and I will read this probably from Mike when he's here next week as well um all right so he said hey guys putting you on the spot what would you do with Ryan and who are we taking at number eight Finally, do you see us taking a day two, a day two QB? Love the show, boys. Bryce, thanks, Bryce. Appreciate the email. Um, man, that's a lot to. to um, so, what would you do with Ryan? Um, um, you, I mean, yeah, you want to take it away first? Yeah, I can. Um, so, I mean, we, I kind of posed this question on Twitter. Um, you know, leading into to to this show, and I got a few responses saying, you know, one was like trade him to a contender. You know, one was like, no, let's ride with him, you know, and, and, and draft an offensive line that's better than what we have. Um, so I guess a couple of things. You you can't ignore the fact that he's 
the wrong side of 35, right? I mean, that's mm -hmm. just, that's just, it is what it is. Um, you can't ignore the fact that this guy has $48 million next year. So um, we're either going to have to pay him that and or extend him. That's the other option. Or we do a post June 1st trade and we save around $24 million if we have a trade partner. Um, so those are all the options that are on the table. Um, I, I, I mean, it's, it's just a lot. I mean, we talked about before. So it's a loaded question, man. It's just like there's so many variables to it that it's hard to, I mean, and if, I think what they're going to do is he's probably, I don't, I don't know. I mean, like I was listening to locked on Falcons today with uh, Aaron and, and Jeff Schultz was on. Athletic. Did you, did you <laughs> yeah. listen to it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I so, was me. so I was doing his spaces on Twitter and uh, I said to Aaron, I said, man, every time Schultz comes on, you gotta, you gotta always talk about QBA. Like, like literally every single time. Yeah. Right. It's like, man, he always brings it there. I'm just like, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I know. And um, so he, he, he thinks they're leaning toward extending him to free up more space. And, uh, you know, and then that doesn't mean that you extend them. You don't still can't trade them at some point. It just means they free up more space to do something now. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, it could be what they do. I mean, as far as, as far as uh, immediately, I mean, yeah, we got to have next year, like we just talked about, you're going to have to upgrade the offensive line and, and those in, interior positions. Cause I mean, if he's, if Ryan's getting pressure up the middle, it's going to be a lot of the same as it was this year. It's going to be a whole lot of different. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, regardless, I mean, we should hopefully cross our fingers, have a few more weapons than we had this year to complement Pitts. you know, a actual true number one, hopefully wide receiver, whether it's Ridley, whether he's back or whether we draft one, who knows what, um, you know, hopefully have a running game that's a little bit better than it was this year. So, yeah, hopefully all those things are improved. But, um, yeah, I'll definitely see Ryan here next year, possibly in the 23. Just to, I mean, I, I, I think it's less likely in 20 – I'm sorry, less like, yeah, less likely in 23 just because the cap hit then I think is only maybe – 15 or so million dollars um if it's if it's moved and everything i think it's a lot less if we trade them then than it would be next year so we still have dead money but i mean it's still it wouldn't hurt as bad as it would you know this coming season for sure yeah um yeah i, I i'm probably i'm probably right there with you i think i i would be hard pressed i don't want to i don't want to say anything but i from what i know from people i've talked to uh they 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 think he's going to play out his contract at the very least with Atlanta, mm -hmm. <clears throat> but he's not going to be playing under forty eight million dollars this year. I can I can guarantee you that. Right yeah, now. right. Um, Falcons are have way too many holes. Um, like he's he's worth money, but he's not worth like forty eight million dollars. Patrick Mahomes not even making that. Uh, Patrick Mahomes did sign that extension, but he like his most of his was like signing bonus. So it's like year per year thing is like mm -hmm. more around 41 million. So if Mahomes is not getting that, nobody should be getting it. Like that's nope. just, that, that's my personal opinion, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, Josh, Josh Allen's not even there too. So right. it's the same, yeah. same thing. And yeah. those and guys are, uh, those guys are the trucks of the, of the league, uh, in my opinion. No, at least, right. I mean, um, you, can't, you can't watch that East, that that game a few last weekend and not think that. I mean, that was insane. That's what I mean. That's why so, what I did this year is I became more of a fan of the NFL more than anything, and mm -hmm. it, it probably saved my mind because it oh, was just to, so yeah. much fun. I I said, and I truly mean this. I really feel like this year is one one of the most exciting years of it in the NFL. Um, just and I would even say college football because like. Georgia won it. Like nobody, you know what I mean? Georgia was always favorite, but they, nobody yeah. thought they were going to knock off Bama. And, you know, uh, you know, the NFL, like 
Bengals and the Rams, like Rams were favored to be in the Super Bowl. I'll give them that. Mm-hmm. But they went like such a, a different route. You know, 49ers gave them a good punch. Um, and then the Bengals just being like this, they caught lightning in a bottle. They proved everybody wrong with the draft pick that they should have drafted Panay Sewell and they, they mm-hmm. went the other way, drafted the, the big threat. And now they're in the Super Bowl. So now it's like, it's been, it's been fun as hell, but I'll, I'll get, I'll get away from that. Uh, yeah. I think Matt Ryan will be, I think Matt Ryan will be here for at least two more years, like a hundred percent. But at that point, um, <laughs> you're going to make me talk about mobile, mobile quarterbacks. <laughs> I, think, I think that was, I think that was your, your, your pitch to me. Hey, you, I know you like mobile quarterbacks. So here, here, come, hey. come get gashed on my podcast. No, but uh, no, dude, it's cool. Uh, because I mean, I, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. That, yeah. But that's the way the league's going. Like, to be it honest is. with you, um, I get into these arguments all the time. That's what probably led you to, to having me, like my arguments are like, they're foolproof. And I've, I've said, somebody show me a quarterback that's a pocket quarterback that's been drafted the last 12 years has had success in mm-hmm. the NFL. It doesn't happen. Uh, what's happening is those pocket guys that know coverages in, inside and out, that, that can get the ball out quicker because they, they can dictate coverages better. Those breeds are dying. And those guys that are coming off platform and doing things, doing crazy things, doing sidearms, changing arm angles, those are the like guys that can pick up um, first downs with their legs threaten you with uh getting outside the pocket um like those are that's the wave that we're going in the nfl so like ben roethlisberger retired now tom brady retired drew Brees retired that style of quarterback is just is is going out it's the old model it's like the tube tvs it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, they were great tube tvs were great but now these big flat screen tvs they're, they're coming in and they're great and that's what mobile quarterbacks are um anytime you're you're playing like dean Pease has said this Jalen Hurts when we play Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen when we play Josh Allen, and he's not. This guy's not even as mobile. He's probably like he's probably Joe Burrow mobile, but yeah. Sam Darnold like absolutely gashed us the first time we played him. Yeah, um, yeah. And he's not even he's not even he's not even like that, right? Like mm-hmm. that's not even his game. But he's got a, a little bit of wiggle, so he made it work. Um, but Dean P is one of the best defensive coordinators. Comes from one of the best coaching trees that ever happened um in in Nick Saban and and Bill Belichick uh he even said they're one of the most complicated quarterbacks to go against because you can't play certain coverages like you can't like how can you play man coverage to have all your corners backs to the quarterback and then everything's great everything's the coverage is great we got everybody covered but then he's gone for 25 yards on the left sideline because you know we that's how we cleared it out um so I think eventually you got to get there um, Arthur knows it. Like, that's the thing. Arthur, Arthur had Marcus Mariota mm-hmm. and Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill can run. And if you looked at the stuff that he was doing in Tennessee, like the bootlegs, there were built-in um, runs attached to those bootlegs. So if, if teams were in man coverage and they bootlegged out, he would scamper off. Yep. Like, he he knows how to use the mobile quarterbacks. That's why so many of us last year were like, oh, my God, look at Justin Fields. Like you could see similarities in Ryan Tannehill and Justin Fields games sure. or even Mac Jones, like Mac Jones, same thing. You could see similarities in Mac Jones and Ryan Tannehill uh, just because they were good on those intermediate throws and, and they could scoot out the pocket. Um, so that's why so many of us were like, hey, we need one of these young guys and we need to start building around him. Uh, they opted to go the, the Patrick Mahomes route where they had Alex Smith, who's Matt Ryan, or Matt mm-hmm. Ryan and build the team around them um so so like we're just hoping that that's what it is uh and then matt ryan's here for a good two years we can we can try to make something work with him um 
but I, th- I think people like people look at my feet and they're like, oh, you hate Matt Ryan. So I love Matt Ryan. I have Matt Ryan jerseys coming out of the wazoo for the last third, 14 years. You know what I mean? I got T-shirts with his shirt. You know what I mean? I got all that stuff. The thing is, I don't want to see Matt Ryan dead in two years. And it's, it's bluntly clear that, that we're, we don't want to protect him. Like, yeah, man. We haven't done it consistently for 13 years. No. There was like a two-year span where he's been protected at a good point, and he was yeah. took in those two years. Exactly. Um, so at some point, you got to say, hey, you know what? Like, if I'm Matt Ryan, and we go into the season with Jalen Mayfield as my left guard, I'm saying, you know what? Uh, I need a trade because I can't, I can't do this again. 225 hits, like, I, this, like this is crazy. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like, at some point, Matt Ryan, like, that's the thing. I've we, A lot of guys I talk to, like, we really don't feel like Matt Ryan's a, an against-the-grain kind of guy. Like, he's not going to be like, hey, I need this. Mm-hmm. But he, like, he really should be. Like, I know Aaron Rodgers gets a bad, bad rap for that. But he, like, he says, like, I need this. Give yeah. me this. I need that. Give me that. So, like, I kind of would want that input from my quarterback, right? The guy that's supposed to, like, he plays the most um, important position in football. He should have some input on how the offense is built around him, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, I, it's it's not even that. I just want what's best for, um, for Matt. And I honestly think ultimately uh, going to a complete team, uh, like, you know, like, say this year, say the Browns came calling and said, hey, we'll give you two first-round picks for Matt Ryan. I know that's not happening. Sure. But they got such a good foundation there. Yeah. Uh, their O line set. They got a good running game. He has familiarity with uh, Austin Hooper. The receivers are pretty good. Um, yeah. Like, why would you not plug that in, right? Like, right. like he he could he could make that work and, and take that team deep into the playoffs. Um, but I I just think I just like for Matt Ryan. I think he'll be here the two years. But I. I Hard press, like if we if we sign him to an extension, people are going to be celebrating in the streets. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, he's going to be here for four or five years. I can guarantee you, it's no. probably like a two year max thing, yeah. and then they're going to ship that contract out. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. And I and it's funny we talked about this a few weeks ago, and I and I, I came to the conclusion that there's like there's different um, groups of Matt Ryan fans, right? So there's there's I love to hear this too. There, there's there's the unequivocal uh, love for him, like he is going to be our quarterback till he dies. He's going to like, you know I mean? Like he's, that's, you know, there's nothing wrong with them. We can, that's, 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 you know, hundred percent support. There is the group that you and I are in that is like, we love the hell out of them and have for a long time, but we can still see kind of like the big picture here and understand yeah. what's going on. And like you just said, if you're going to have a pocket passer, which Matt clearly is and has been, um, and to do what he's done with the offensive lines he's had is pretty damn impressive. Oh, but, yeah, it is. I mean, if you, you know, you just look at Brady uh, last week. I mean, he has a few offensive linemen that are hurt and he's under pressure and his, and, and his uh, you know, there's no Antonio Brown, there's no Chris Godwin. I mean, he looked kind of just like, man, <laughs> you know, I mean, it was, you know, he looked ordinary, which is rare. Right? Yeah, which is, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you know, and I'm not, I'm not comparing it to, I'm not going down that road. Um, but I mean, you know, you, you can't expect Ryan to be have the success of a, of a mobile quarterback when he's not a mobile quarterback and when he doesn't have a line to protect him. So, yeah, you, you've got to build up the line if 
if you want Ryan to be around. And anyway, the other, the other version of fans, and then, then there is a version of this that just flat out can't stand Ryan for what, and I can't figure this, like these are the folks I, I can't figure out at all, but they yeah, exist I, because they're there on Twitter. They're the, they're here in the city. I hear them on the radio. They believe that the stats are just, their stats are blah. It doesn't, doesn't, doesn't mean shit. And you know, the, he's, I mean, it was, and it's, a lot of it's been like, even since he was drafted. So like that part, I don't get, but like there's, but anyway, I think there's like there's three distinct, you know, versions of of Matt Ryan fans. And I mean, like I said, I think if you're in the middle, you know, I mean, like, I think that's where you probably should be because, I mean, everybody's right to have, you know, have their own opinion. But like you said, I mean, I want him I want him to go out. I mean, number one, alive and in good health. <laughs> and Not um, in crutches. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, 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 but I would love to see him have some success. I mean, like, you know, going, if whether he, wherever we just saw it with Brady going to Tampa, we saw it with uh, Stafford going to the Rams. I mean, like, you know, it's not, that's fun. That's right. Ram, yeah. Ram Stafford's been fun. Yeah. yeah. So but yeah, not, you're, that's what I mean. Like it, it could, like, it could, like, I, I'm going to be bluntly honest. I, like I, like I am, I, I don't see it here. I, I don't see him winning the Super Bowl here. Me. I think he can win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's here. I think like this team is so talent depleted. Like we're gonna fix probably one to two groups this year. I'm I'm having a feeling that it's edge mm-hmm. and receivers a little bit. I don't know why. That's where I'm leading edge and receivers. Um so like you know what I mean? That's those oh, yeah. are two groups of probably we'll say five other groups that need major overhauls and that realistically like you look at all the things i know the falcon does a great job of breaking down the cap and figuring out i'm terrible with numbers so uh (laughs) that's why i lean on those kind of guys um i I think they said we could free up probably around 40 million dollars without like doing anything too too crazy that's like trading Deion jones or 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 doing all those things yeah Um, Deion's hits like 20 million so yeah. yeah, you gotta do something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm. Uh, I I got into another argument about Dion too. I, he's just. I. He's just not my. He's not my kind of linebacker. So, <laughs> I like no, Mikel. Well, but I mean, if you had, if you had eyes and watched this year, I mean, like, it he was just pretty... mails it in too much. And like people yeah. are trying to attribute that to an injury, and it's just like, don't play. Like if you're injured, don't play. Like right. Mikel yeah. Walker's. Mikel Walker wants to play football. You can tell he's. You can tell. He's busting his ass. It's a difference. Um, yeah, so I don't know. They said that we could free up $40 million. Uh, we only have 29 players under contract. Uh, so we probably get one or two decent guys. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm really keen on a safety. I'm really I, – I want a good safety back there to help, first off, help groom Richie Grant, and second off, just give us good, good safety play. I love watching good safety play. Um, and then, you know, maybe get a, a decent old lineman uh, to help out there. Uh, but then we're, prob- we're probably going to be right in that same boat where we're just adding one-year contracts, one-year contracts, one-year contracts. And, and, and then our rookies are going to get a ton of play again. And then we're going to hope that Taquan Graham and o- Ade Ogundeji and Drew Dahlman and uh, Richie Grant and, and all those guys, they, they take that next level in their development and they become key cogs for us or, or at least be something in the rotation that can be a, a cog at some point, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a fourth or fifth guy in the rotation mm-hmm. uh, rather than, you know, being flexed into being the one guy and really <laughs> struggling like Ade Ogundeji ended up doing. Uh, and it's unfortunate because he looks like he's got, you know, some good traits to him and, and can be a decent player for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Like, I don't, I can't, you know, we can't, we can't do Steven means again every weekend. And I know, <laughs> I know, I know he did a job. He did the job and everything, but I mean, we just, you know, we can't be doing Aaron. That. Aaron tries to sell me Steven means every time we talk and I'm just like, Aaron, I, I don't want to talk about it anymore. No, like, yeah. <laughs> just, no, I know. 
Um, and he said, let's see, the second part of his question, what Bryce's question was, who are we taking at eight? Uh, we'll get into that. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, I, uh, who am I taking at eight? I mean, I keep going back and forth, man. I was edge rush first, and I was like, no, the dead rushers are so deep this year. We can find, you know, we can get a good guy day two, day, you know. And yeah. I was like, yeah. Then I was like, you know, I'm all about best player because God knows, like I said, we have holes. So, I mean, you know, if by chance Kyle Hamilton is there, I please take him. If by chance, oh, you know, if, if he's yeah. off the if he's off the board and Stingley or you know, and, and Troy went uh, was on the show last week and he went through the cornerbacks and you know Stingley has a little bit of the injury history that kind of worries you a little bit with the foot and the ankle. Um, but you know, if Gardner's there, like I don't. You know, I just the, to me, like there's there's your main guys. You there's your there's your Hutchinsons, there's your Thibodeaus. I mean, um, I guess probably Carl Loftus comes after him. Those two probably, I guess. I mean, Ojabo's up there. Um, so it's I don't know. I mean, they they might they may, we we may not draft. They may trade back. I mean, I don't. You know, it's mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I don't think there's a wrong answer <laughs> to be honest, unless it's you know uh, just something way off the wall. Um, but, yeah, they would really have to mess this one up. I think. I yeah, think they're yeah. in a they're in a decent spot where they could. I mean, they could trade back. Um, to, I, Terry doesn't. Like, I mean, he's a BPA guy. Yeah. So usually BPA guys are kind of like uh, they're going to stick and pick kind of mm -hmm. kind of players. Um, but yeah, you you mentioned a lot of good guys. Uh, you know, obviously Kyle Hamilton if he's there uh, would be slam dunk. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> I know. Yeah. I understand like that whole like positional value thing, but. If you look at it, like the one person that values safety play is Dean Peace. Um, mm -hmm. So I guess that would work in our favor. Um, we just yeah, have I mean, yeah. seven teams in front of us are stupid enough to let him drop. But exactly. like, same same breath, like Derwin James dropped to 17 in, in his draft. And Derwin James is a freak. Like there was, he had no business dropping yeah. that far. Um, so, I mean, it, it could happen. And I would gladly take that. Uh, George Karloftis is, he's an intriguing guy. Um, I think. We like three man fronts. We play a lot of three man fronts and drop eight a good good amount of times. Um, so I, I don't know if he works too too well in that front. Uh, but yeah, I guess in nickel he could work. But there's a guy right now who's catching top ten hype uh, at the Senior Bowl, and it's Jermaine Johnson, yeah. uh, Florida Georgia kid. Uh, did I just say no? Former Palmer, Georgia Palmer. kid. Yeah, yeah. I thought I said Florida Georgia line for some reason. I was like, <laughs> did I just say that on this? <laughs> For a former uh, Georgia kid went to FSU, absolutely balled out and been absolutely like they said. The last time our players dominated like this was Aaron Donald. Uh, so that has my like Jermaine Johnson was a guy that I absolutely loved coming into the process, but most people had him about uh, uh, late first, early second kind of guy. They shot him. Yeah. He is absolutely destroying like everything. Like Trevor Penning, uh, he's supposed to be a top 20 pick in this draft, the offense tackle. Uh, can't even get hands on 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 Jermaine Johnson. That's how uh, active he's been. Um, so looks, he's a guy. He's a sneaky guy that I, I'd watch. Oh, he's rocked up too. Like dude, oh, dude's yeah. an absolute missile. Yeah. Uh, he's he's a guy that I'd watch. David Ajabo's a freak. Uh, he fits the scheme so well. Uh, mm -hmm. He can be that uh, Jack Rusher where he can either drop back, play some, play some, play some pass coverage, or he can get after the QB a little bit. Um, I know people are not going to like this first part of that because, but. That's what that rusher does for for DMPs. He kind of he's a Swiss Army knife. Does a little bit of everything for them. Um, but a guy I love, uh, Sauce Gardner. Uh, he yeah. he kind of does everything for Cincy. Uh, lines up in the slot. Lines up outside. Uh, line up even at safety a couple times. Like uh, physical player. 
wants to get in your face, wants to let you know that he shut you down. So he's he's kind of my vibe, kind of my vibe too. Um, and you know, obviously, like I won't take offense tackle off the table too. Uh, if some reason uh, Ikwanu falls, uh, the NC State kid, I don't see him falling. Like apparently, uh, he's like eight hundred to one odds now to to go first overall. So yeah. he, it looks like he's actually jumped Evan Neal, uh, which is so crazy. And for whatever reason, Evan Neal fell, I'd be all over that as well. True. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? So like, like, like you said, there's a multitude of ways that we could go with this thing, and I, I'd be okay with it. We'd really like, like even I'll even set like Traylon Burks, uh, the yeah. the the receiver. Like you look at it schematically, like comparison wise, like he he's AJ Brown, who oh, drafted yeah. AJ Brown, Arthur Smith. Yeah. Who loves running crossers, mesh, and and deep balls? Arthur Smith. So, yeah. like schematically, it makes sense. So, all, all I'm saying, and, and I've said this the whole time through the draft process, and I know it's early. Just hit on the pick. I don't care who it is. Just just make sure that player is going to be here, signing his next contract in five years. Yeah. That, that's all. That's all I want, right? Yeah, we can't um, do. We, yeah, yeah, we can't do Vic Beasley again or something like that. No. Can't do misses, right? Like no. if you if you miss on a top ten pick, uh, you know there's uh there's a hole in your boat you can't get you can't get the water out quick enough yeah 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 man yeah yeah. i mean it's like and we were uh, last on the last show like i went through it was pretty funny because when we get in we're we're getting these quarterbacks now um the uh i mean obviously neither one of us are pro scouts but i mean your coach you've watched football your entire life i've watched football for 30 years um so and i mean I, i read off last week uh tj watts um his his uh, negatives going like his scouting report negatives which was hilarious oh, know, yeah. this, these are coming from pro scouts you know and uh, oh, yeah. i mean like dude said should be a starter within a couple of years you know and like i mean like absolutely so, dominated over the gate <laughs> i mean just like and, and i mean like narrow hips doesn't doesn't convert speed to power was one of us i'm like what do you and so like some of these you know these guys are paid to do it so i mean you know it, it is what it is and then the same in the same sense you know, I was looking at because I, I just want I was curious, looked at Vic Beasley's report as well. And dude, it was like uh get stuck in one move, accurate. Uh cannot mm-hmm. convert speed to power at all, accurate. Uh very a few of them were like does not have alpha dog mentality, super accurate. Um, super accurate. And then and then so like all that stuff led me to like, so if I'm the guys, I'm like, those are the things that worry me. If I'm looking at yeah. the end, like I want an alpha dog, I I I need an angry just pissed off guy like jermaine like if you if you guys haven't seen some of the uh videos from jermaine johnson these this week at the senior bowl that like rep versus darian Kennard. my god uh, that last one where they're like you know best on best yeah and he Kennard didn't even have a shot in hell no and jermaine johnson he got up he said stop playing with me man stop playing with me i'm like I'm like, man, I'm I'm ready. I said jokingly lot yesterday. I'm yeah. like, I'll take him at eight. I'll take him at like eight. I'm right in. Now. Yeah, I know. And then it comes out today that teams are like, this guy could jump to the top ten. I'm like, okay, maybe I will take him at like I, I honest to God, like that's what I mean. Like I've i I'm firmly in that like dog mentality. Like you need yes. to like if I'm picking you and you're gonna be a cornerstone of my team, you need to wanna run through a guy's face. Hundred percent. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um and that goes back to uh, Aaron Donald when he came through. Like he was that yep. he's cut from that same cloth. He yep. doesn't take shit from nobody. He's gonna he's gonna choke you out if he's got it. He's gonna take you by your helmet. The the most Aaron Donald clip 
was when he put his helmet back on after a game to go confront an offensive lineman yeah. and said, like, you know what I mean? Like, those kind of yeah. guys want to smoke. And, like, Jermaine Johnson's cut from that cloth. Like, oh, he, wants, yeah. he wants all of it. Like, if you want – whatever you want to do, he's, he's coming at you. Yep. Um, and when he – like, Darian Kennard's 6'6", six, six, I think, and six, 330 yeah. pounds. Jermaine Johnson bull rushed him to the point that Kennard did a backflip. Dude, like, it was, that was hilarious. That should have been, yeah. been mic drop right there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, yeah. So y'all need to check that out because you'll be. Maybe I just sold myself on Jermaine Johnson. Maybe, yeah, well, maybe I'm going <laughs> to. I, you know what? I, I, I just watched the videos on, or watched film on these guys over the last few weeks and before we ran into, I mean, we could have, we, we could do shit with as many edge rushers as there are. We could do probably three or four shows on just edge rushers. But I mean, for sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, watching his clips, I mean, smart, looks like a smart player. I mean, like he didn't, he understood like, on runs like he wasn't getting beat didn't didn't look i mean i didn't see like and i nothing nothing jumped off the page at me like is jumping off the page at me this week like i mean he was a good i mean he he had a really good season this year i think he had 12 sacks um but it was like this it's like this senior bowl is like he just ramped it up another notch and was like okay I, this was good year but y'all haven't really seen me yet <laughs> and like yeah, and he just, no, he's, just, yeah. he's just putting it out there um so yeah who knows man i mean like that's that's what's cool about this though because you can see that i mean the guys at this process and see what they're really made of and you know what they're going to be and to me like I, I said last week on the show like for those edge especially the addresser position like does the interview the, the whether it's at the combine or wherever they do the player interviews like that to me like that's where I'm learning what this guy's all about. And that's, that's, you know, like that's going to be a telltale whether I'm going to take this dude or not, you know, whether he's got that, yeah, dog in him, sure. you know, so, um, but yeah. So anyway, man, just jumping into some of the quarterbacks and that kind of just goes on with Bryce's last question. Do we take a quarterback on day two? Um, yeah, obviously this class is not what it was last year. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, there's not the clear, just amazing quarterback. Like I'll have, I've, Alpha <laughs> quarterback. yeah, there's not one of those guys. I mean, like I, I think, uh, PFF's tough, um, big board. I think the highest one they have, it's funny, actually, they had Sam Howell, I think, is their highest rated one on their big board. And then uh, Daniel Jeremiah had, I think, Kenny Pickett at maybe 18. Mm -hmm. And uh, Howell was around 2022, 20, something like that. Um, so, yeah, it's not exactly um, like studs, like you would just, you know, picture. Consensus, studs. Yeah. yeah, right. That's so, that's a big thing, too. Like, if you like, if you were to ask, if you were just handpick 10 scouts from the NFL, and ask them their QB rankings, it would all be different. I can guarantee you it right would. now. Yeah, absolutely. Because there's just no consensus and there's no, there's got like all these guys need to be developed. So, yep. yeah. Yeah. And it's what's, what's funny is what we were just talking about. Um, five of the six guys we're going to talk about, I mean, they're all mobile quarterbacks, except for one. Yeah. You know? And uh, not, not shitting on the, the pocket passes. <laughs> it's just, it is what it is. It's just, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, so, and I mean, I'll talk about the pocket passer first. Carson Strong um, out of Nevada, um, six foot four, 215, had a good year, 4,186 yards, 36 touchdowns, eight interceptions, 70% completion percentage. He had 51 rush attempts for negative 208 yards. <laughs> so he did not Jeez. do a lot of good. Been <laughs> granted, sacked a little bit there. Got too, sacked yeah. a little bit, yeah. Um, but no, dude has a big arm. Like watching him, he's, he's got a knee injury that he's, he had in. Um, and I think his senior year in high school, that could be like a lingering thing throughout his career, which, you know. Yeah, I think I it mean, got flagged at the senior bowl. I'm pretty right. sure it did. Yeah, yeah. so that, the medical for him is going to be big. Um, but just watching what I watched on him, I watched him against uh, Cal. Um, yeah, definitely strong arm, uh, smart. He does a lot of pre-snap reads. He's not, you know, he, I mean, he was asked to do a lot of pre-snap reads. Um, 
you know, I, he only had the one offer actually coming out of high school when I was for Nevada, but a lot of it was due to the injury that he had. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I, that's, that's a guy that I don't like. He's like, I hate, I hate being like, uh, down on the just the pocket guy saying they can't because they, they can be successful it's just yeah going back to that they have to you, you there's there's less margin of error uh yeah with, with, that's with, the point that's a good point you know yeah. what i'm saying i mean like the like you've got you've got to have your 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 pieces all in place because yeah. you know whereas like uh, and just getting into it i don't know if you had anything on carson or not i, I don't think that's going to be somebody for us i mean that's 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 personally i don't think that's something that we take but yeah, I think I think the only thing I'd, I'd say about Carson that's that's super interesting to me um, when I was watching um, I was watching uh, Cam Thomas. That's who I was watching from SDSU. Mm-hmm. Um, if you watch like I, I didn't know this going into into that uh, into that game, but I was asking uh, somebody that I know that that scouts actually in, in the NFL. And I was saying, like, does he have con- does he have control of this offense? He said, yeah, man, like he calls mm-hmm. audibles, he's flipped plays, he, he does it all on himself. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, that's intriguing. He's like, yeah, he's like that's why scouts like him, but they're yeah. scared about that knee. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously between the head, really good. He just yeah. didn't got that lower half where he's able to, you know, extend plays, get out, change his arm angle. But he does, like he when he's able to load it, cock it and throw it, it looks pretty. But uh, like you said, like he, um, he's just, he, I, I, like you said, if he like if he ends up in a perfect situation, like Tampa Bay takes him to try to be the heir to um, Tom Brady, or you know, like uh, Pittsburgh, maybe like right. Pittsburgh's offense lines getting a little bit. Yeah, I could see him. I could see him in that situation where he's got a decent run game. He's got some receivers that uh, you know are good on contested catches. Like yeah, hundred percent. Like it, mm-hmm. it's, it's roll with that. But in a system like this, like in two years, like are we gonna be? Are we gonna be that? Probably not. Yeah. Just, um, yeah. I think, like you said, like a lot's got to go right for um, for it to work for him. And I, I just think, um, I just don't think, like, I don't think Arthur's going to want that. But I, I, I like the player. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And, I mean, I did, you know, the, the film I watched in the Cal game, especially when he's under pressure, I mean, it was it's kind of like watching Matt run. I mean, like, it's not, it's pretty painful. I mean, like, he he'll take off and it's – you know, kind of like his feet are in sand and, and you know, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's not a, it's not a pretty sight. So, you know, it's, it's like, it's like you said, I mean, he'll have to be in a good situation, but um, whereas like on the flip side, going into uh, Sam Howell, uh, you at North Carolina, six foot one, 220 pounds, 3000, just over 2000 yards this year, 24 touchdowns, nine interceptions, uh, 62% completion percentage where he really made a huge jump this year was his running. Uh, and it was honestly, his offensive line was shit this year. I mean, like watching those games, like it was like he was running for his life because he had to possibly a lot, but there were some design runs, but he had 183 rushing attempts or 828 yards and 11 touchdowns on the, on the ground as compared to 146 yards in his previous season. So he's been compared a lot to Baker Mayfield. Um, I can kind of see it build wise and everything like that. Um, but I mean, tough SOB, man, uh, watch, I mean, just, I mean, not afraid to take a hit. I mean, uh, doesn't have like an elite arm, but he's pretty strong arm. I mean, he's accurate. Yeah, you can put it on you. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. He's accurate. Um, you know, I think some of the things I saw, like I could see watching him sometimes he would kind of get stuck on his primary read, like a lot of young guys do, especially in college yeah. and they, you know, they won't come off. I know sometimes, you know, but, uh, in the and a lot of it too the red zone 
make some risky ish decisions sometimes, which I think he was maybe just trying to do a little bit too much than, you know, he probably should have, but um, yeah, I mean, somebody like that, I mean, any, any of these other guys I could see as possibly taken, I don't know about, I, to me, I don't know. If, I mean, we didn't, we didn't actually say yet. I mean, would, would you take one of these guys in, in, in on day two or would you wait till next year and see what happens? So I'll, I'll, I'll pipe in on how uh, I thought the one thing that was most intriguing about how um, he lost literally his whole offense arsenal uh, this yeah. past year. Yeah. Um, so not a lot of people are going to, they're probably not going to make excuses for him, but I thought it, it brought a different element in how, uh, something that I didn't know he had. He, it brought out that running element to him. Um, and that probably in the eyes of the NFL probably helps him for sure. um, because he didn't really show that um, part of his game last year when he mm -hmm. had all the tools, but he was a really good point guard in that system. He was, he was able to distribute the ball properly. Um, and, you know, on time, he had some really good throws. Um, the running game was working really well for him. Um, so he, he looked really good when everything was perfect around him. He struggled when he had, you know, he, he didn't have the chemistry with the guys this year. Um, so he had, he had to go off script a lot where yeah. he had to run and extend plays on his own. So I feel like, um, I feel like, the, the, so Sam Howell, I'm going to say right now, uh, is probably one A to, um, um, Malik Willis's two, one B for me. Mm -hmm. Um, just because I feel like he showed growth. If, if that makes sense, he showed growth in his own personal game. Mm -hmm. Um, even with all the talent around him. him. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So he was able to make a work off script um, where I, I don't know if people will value that, but for me, it, I, I do value that um, because everybody can make everything. Like, when everything's perfect, um, you can make it work. Sure. Most people can make it work. Um, when, when everything's not perfect and, and things look bad, that's that's when you're gonna you're gonna see your doubters and you're gonna see all the doubt and all that stuff and how i i thought how played okay mm -hmm. uh you know he, he had inconsistency inconsistencies with his, his ball placement this year um but that it, it could be a, a multitude of things that's not just saying how um so i th i think in the long run i wouldn't be surprised if sam Howell was the best quarterback from this group a hundred percent um and M malik willis uh so my, my learning point, what, what turned me to mobile quarterbacks was Josh Rosen, Josh Allen. Mm -hmm. uh, I was so sure Josh Rosen was going to be the next Matt Ryan. I was, <laughs> I was, I was like hundred percent. Yeah. Like that's, that's Matt Ryan guy can call plays at the line. Guys can he's smart as hell. You can put it on. He doesn't have good arm strength, but he doesn't need to because his ball placement is great. Yeah. And then I met Josh Allen three years later and, or sorry, two years later. And I ate a huge, a massive piece of humble pie because I was so sure Josh Allen was going to bust because he couldn't hit the the wide side of a fucking barn with oh, a yeah. ball at some yeah. point. Like he was so inaccurate. And I don't know if that attests to uh, his quarterback coach or if it was Brian Dable, whoever developed that kid needs a head coaching job today and if it was dable he got it so we'll see yeah, sure did, yeah. um but josh allen had all the raw tools and the two raw tools that you need to do to to be good in this league is a big arm and ability to make things happen when 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 everything goes to shit around you malik willis does that in bunches so okay. if i'm betting on anybody in this class he's a freak athlete and he could throw the ball. I, I would bet you he could throw the ball 75 yards. I I, I would Without not doubt. doubt that. Yeah. yeah, like he he's got an absolute rocket of an arm. So if I'm betting on anybody to develop, like specifically in this situation, 
I'll probably I'd probably bet on Malik uh, to and then to get Matt Ryan to develop him between the years. Uh, that sounds like good to me. So yeah. um, so those two I I liked Coral. Um, I went but we went back. Uh, uh, so I'm not a huge QB guy, but um, you know obviously I understand where we are as a franchise. So right. I know I, I actually have to touch base on these guys. Um, I was a huge Coral guy. Loved his game. I think he's too skinny for the NFL. Uh, I thought this was Zach Wilson too. I think Zach Wilson's going to get banged around a little bit too much. The mm-hmm. thing with Zach Wilson is he, is he plays uh, a fuck. I call it fuck it ball because he doesn't care. Like <laughs> he, he just goes, like he lets that thing sling. It's it's Brett Favre, man. If you yeah, Brett Favre really growing is. up, yeah. just like he said, you know what? If I throw four touchdowns today, great. If I throw four interceptions, great. Whatever, I'm having fun. And that's yeah. what Zach Wilson plays. So I respect it. I love it. Yeah. So if he can, like, if he can get like everything good around him, mm-hmm. and he just plays fucking ball his whole career. It's gonna be a good time. I, I'm not sure if the New York media is gonna like it. I'm gonna love it won't. though because it's gonna be yeah. a great time, right? Oh yeah, um, yeah. So he, he plays a little bit. He plays a little bit like that. So um, Coral, uh, you know, I, I think he just suffered that injury too. So obviously, there's gonna yeah. be some 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 concerns there as well. Um, but yeah, he he's he's a guy. Like ultimately, second round, yeah, like. You, I'll say this: You could talk me into drafting one of those two in the second round. Yeah, I'm would I do it? Like, if I'm if I'm if I'm Terry Fondo today, I would not even I would not even entertain a second round quarterback. Okay. Um, if Malik Willis fell to the third round, I'd be all over that. Mm-hmm. I, like that that to me that that that's far enough. I I came into it. I'm, I mean, no, I'm not taking it round one because nobody nobody's worried that second round. Thinking of it, depending on how you know D line, O line, mm-hmm. uh, corners, linebackers fall. Um, I'm thinking about it, but, you know, it's not really a thought. Third round, all right, now we get into developmental guys for the future. Malik Willis really fits that that bill. I Somebody's going to gamble on Malik at some point. Like, I, you yeah, know I what I mean? So Somebody, somebody's going to do it. Um, I Maybe second round, I could not see first round, unless maybe Washington falls in love, in love with them. But I also heard a rumor that they're going to swing big for a vet. So, um, I, I, I I don't know. Pick, pick, it's, pick it's fun, too. Uh, but he's he's really struggling. Those small hands are really, like yeah. Today, today especially with it raining because yeah. it rained down yeah. there today, yeah. and uh, it really showed uh, why those small hands are are, are going to be a struggle for him. It's funny I got small hands too, so I can't really get on too much. Yeah. So. But <laughs> I, no, you know, I'm not trying to be an NFL. Exactly, not playing so, you know. QB. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and uh, yeah, I mean, real, real quick on how man, I watched the Notre Dame game. And he's the only reason that they were in that game. I mean, like the yeah. only reason. I mean, he was tough, getting. Tough. You said it too, right? Tough Dude, I mean, he was running for his ass the entire game. And I mean, yeah. it was, you know, it was, I mean, there was time. It looked like Matt this year. I mean, three steps. <laughs> he's got nothing. I mean, like he's got to take off, you know, but that's, yeah. that's, that's also, I hate to keep hammering this man, but that also goes back to having a mobile, like that's that's the point. Like if you don't, yep. if, if something collapses, you can still make something out of it. You can get some yards. You can, you know, when a, when a play uh, falls apart, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, nobody's saying that, you know, Matt sucks and get rid of Matt. That's not it. You know, it's just saying that when Matt is gone, like that's kind of what, you know, we, we would kind of like to see here. Cause I mean, that's, that's like, like Adam said, I mean, that's the, that's the direction the league's going as far as, yeah. uh, as quarterbacks. And like, yeah, talking about Pickett, I mean, I've seen, mocks where he goes to denver but you know that they may fall in love with him and go there but yeah i don't know i mean it's like and then of course ritter um from cincinnati had a good year uh four-year starter uh you know he 
came back to school because he wanted to improve like a lot of these guys. I mean, Pickett was the same way. I think last year, both they were projected fourth to sixth round last year. Now this year they're going to be yeah. obviously possibly first, you know, second, third. Yeah. So definitely made themselves some money coming back. Um, you know, teams and, are uh, stupid. Somebody's going to take one of these quarterbacks. Exactly. Yeah, teams I mean, are dumb. And that's good for me because that means, you know, somebody's going to fall to the second round. So that's, that's great. Exactly. Um, yeah. There, somebody said that an executive said that one might go in the top 10. Uh, I'm praying to sweet baby Jesus that it's not us. Um, yeah, no. no but if do one that. does go between picks one and seven, that just means probably Kyle Hamilton or, or somebody's going to fall to us. And that's, exactly. that's great for me. Yeah, yeah, please do. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And with, and with Malik, man, that was some of the funnest film I've watched in a while. Um, <laughs> I mean, like he, he's got shades of Vic. He's not Vic. He's got shades of Vic, um, in him. He's got a, like you said, I mean, just rifle for an arm, which sometimes he can, he needs to pull back a little bit. Cause he was, yep. <laughs> he was like eating his hand. He was eating his receivers up with some of the throws. Um, but I mean, like, yeah, some of the, some of the rollouts and arm angle remind me of Mahomes looking at him. I mean, like, you know, just sidearm and things. And um, he was, he was, he was, he actually went to Westlake high school here in Atlanta and his yeah. senior, his senior year, he went to Roswell high school, which also Atlanta uh, went to the state championship game. And then he was recruited as an athlete um, first actually um, and signed on early with Virginia tech. Uh, and then Auburn came in really, really late with the offer for him to play quarterback. And that was just like too much for him to, to actually, cause he had signed on with Virginia tech to play, to play corner actually to be, to oh, be, really? a DB. yeah, he was supposed to be a DB going wow. to Virginia tech. Yeah. And so um, Auburn came in late, made the offer for a quarterback. And so he went there and then Bo Nix was there, sat behind Bo Nix then went with Hugh freeze over to Liberty problem with Liberty is it's Liberty, nothing wrong with Liberty, but like, it's, you know, the talent around and you could see with like, I watched the old miss game. He's again, he's running for his life because these offensive linemen can't block SEC defensive linemen and edges and, and linebackers. I mean, Ole Miss got Sam Williams too. Like Sam Williams a goddamn freak. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, yeah. I mean, he he was he now granted he used his legs a lot. I mean, that that game was over. I mean, it was they were getting hammered um early, but um watching him, the throws he the throw the windows he can fit it into. I mean, like that you don't think anybody I mean, it's crazy watching some of the windows that dude can throw it into. But I think and like you said, like he didn't develop this year like I kind of hoped he would, but like he, uh, I do think a lot of it was him having like be believing that he had to do a, a lot himself to, to just, yeah. to, you know, more than he probably needed to. Like if he had, if he had equal talent around him, I think he can probably reel it back in and just do his job and, you know, play a little bit more of a, a you know, kind of a dialed down version of himself, which, like I said, uh, with Liberty though, with the way he had to, what he had to run that offense, I mean, he was, one read take off <laughs> if it wasn't there i mean it was not, yeah, a whole lot, yeah. not a whole lot going on but like i said the ceiling on him man like you said developmental god i mean to get the, get the between the ears from matt for a year or two would be ridiculous to have you know to, the ceiling would be high on him yeah um, yeah i agree I definitely agree that, the only thing was and this is just selfishly here in atlanta the first like bad throw matt makes they everybody be clear <laughs> like, all right it's time for malik <laughs> this is what i'm in so that's, that's, that's exactly it yeah. that'd be like that's, immediately but uh yeah so and then like yeah corral i mean or coral i don't know my corral corral whatever um i've uh, seen him, call him golden corral so i just i just go with corral like, yeah, yeah 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 um yeah like you said i mean he hell of a leader i mean like i don't know if you saw the video after uh before the bowl game you know like he talked about 
um, he was like, you know, I, I know, I understand that, you know, what's at stake if I get hurt in the game. He's like, but these guys have helped me be successful and they're the reason I'm here. So like, I'm not going to leave them out hanging out the drive. Which I respected that loud, but I also respect yeah, guys who, who, you know, still want to hurt themselves before they get a, I understand both sides of it, but, um, I thought that was cool, cool of him to say, and then, you know, in a, in a, in a non, you know, title type game, you know, just, just a sugar bowl or whatever, but, um, it was cool, but, uh, yeah, like you like yeah. you said there, like his his size kind of worries me. He's basically me. He's six foot one, two hundred pounds. And I don't think I'll be super uh hyped about getting chased by freaking Jermaine Johnson or something like that. <laughs> 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 I'd be shitting my pants running around, man. So like I don't know, like that that worry me a little bit too. Uh, his yeah, his frame, he carries his frame uh he's thin, right? Like yeah. I mean, like when you said two hundred pounds, I know you is yeah, like I I mean, Malik's around there, but Malik looks just—I don't know—he just looks. He's built uh, like a truck. Like, dude, yeah, he looks stalking. Yeah, right. Yeah, this is yeah, exactly. Um, and the last dude we're going to talk about, um, and I just started watching this guy recently because nobody uh, that I know watches Western Kentucky, but Bailey Zappi. Um, yeah. Uh, six foot one, two twenty. The dude had damn near six thousand yards this year, sixty-two <laughs> touchdowns, eleven. In, like I couldn't do this shit on college football on on the places. Sixty-nine percent completion rating, and he only only had seventeen yards rushing, but he runs a four-seven forty. I found out. Yeah. So like he can, and I watched a few games of his. Um, and I mean, dude, pretty pretty damn uh, impressive. I mean, like pretty good rocket arm. He, apparently, he's received multiple academic honors throughout his career he started off his career at houston baptist he went to a pretty he's from texas went to a pretty um i forgot which uh, high school he went to but you know in texas high school about football is like damn near as big as the NFL. anything is yeah yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. It's, it's insane so um he they were saying in the article that i read that he kind of maybe got overlooked you know by some other high, competing high schools and the players over there so he didn't get any uh he had a late some interest from Texas A&M, but that, that didn't come through. Houston Baptist was his only offer. So he goes there, puts up stupid numbers there. And then this year he played as a graduate senior at Western Kentucky. And uh, similar to Carson was making a lot of the pre-snap reads, was doing a lot of uh, changing the plays at the line when he has, when he needed to. Um, can run, has good velocity. Uh, the deep ball can kind of hang up there a little bit. Doesn't like his, doesn't have to quite a little bit of the zip as you'd like, but he did play. They did play Michigan State this year, which he did throw for 488 yards and three touchdowns on Michigan State. Which, I mean, they weren't pretty fantastic, impressive. but it's still pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, he's just kind of an unknown that could pop. I mean, he, if he has a good week, I mean, who the hell knows? I mean, like it's. Uh, it's I mean, wide open, man. Like any it really of these guys is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, with those numbers, I mean, shit. I mean, I, I, whatever. I mean, if it, if he proves that he can do that stuff against, uh, you know, the guys at the Senior Bowl and against that's that's kind of thing on Malik too. Like they. You know, this is a big week for him. You know, I mean, there's, these are a lot more talented guys around him this week than there has been at his college. So, so yeah, that's exactly you know. it. Seeing if you can play uh, like up with with you know these speed guys, and I know you said so. I I personally didn't watch this guy too much. I, my my one of the guys I studied film with Hunter. Uh, he's our he's our QB guy, so I, mm -hmm. I lean on him for a lot of his stuff. So actually preparing for the show, um, other than Sam Howell and Malik, who I knew a lot of. Yeah, um, and Carson just in passing when I was watching defense players, um, I asked him a bunch of questions about it, and uh, he likes Zappe a lot. Um, he, he, I think he's like rated like a fourth or fifth rounder now. Yeah, but like I've I've seen 
tweets from the senior bowl saying that he's, you know, he's, he's been one of the more consistent quarterbacks. Like he's not good, but he's not terrible. Yeah. Whereas guys are fluctuating throughout the whole thing. So he's, he's constantly a five where other guys are one day at two next day mm-hmm. and eight kind of, you know what I mean? He's, he's yeah. been consistent. So, um, yeah, I mean, you could probably you could probably see uh, like you know a developmental trait with uh, with him. Anytime you pass for that many yards, that many TDs, and have damn near seventy percent completion percentage, <laughs> somebody's somebody's going to take a chance on you, man. I mean, yeah. like that's 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 the reality of it. And um, yeah, you know, I, I haven't seen him in passing yet, uh, but my my boy, he, he likes him a lot, and I trust his QB valves. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I literally had watched zero of him until this week. I mean, like, I, yeah. that was the first time I watched anything with him. And I, I was I was pretty impressed. I mean, like we said, when we go back to it, like I said, I mean, I don't, depending on the edge rusher situation with and what's going on there on day two, I don't think we take one of these guys day two. I mean, I like you said, like third round, fourth round, something like that. I'm, I'm yeah. down if that's there, if that's the case, you know, but uh and if we don't take any quarterback this year, I mean, next year's class looks to be pretty solid, depending on where we draft. Um, oh yeah, you know, I mean, pretty decent next next year. So uh, yeah, yeah, interesting there's a, guys. There's a kid, kid from your school, a kid from my school. I'm am OSU. Yeah, they're fan. decent. Yeah, yeah, they're uh, okay. OSU fan. Yeah. So uh, those guys can sling the ball a little bit. Though, like yeah. they they were saying, uh, scouts were saying, like either one of those guys would be the first pick in this draft. Like uh, if yeah. obviously Trevor Lawrence wasn't wasn't there. Yeah. But, uh, you know, in that situation, like if Houston was picking first, like one mm-hmm. of those guys would be the first pick. Oh, yeah. um, and I, I truly believe that, um, you know, I, I, I love what uh, Bryce is doing. And uh, CJ is going to go through. CJ is going to do something this year because Michigan was just dogging him at the Heisman ceremony. Yep. So I, I can he's just going to. Yeah, he didn't appreciate that. Yeah, he's gonna go crazy. I think like he went into that Rose Bowl and he was burning, man. Yeah, uh, I think he tossed yeah, damn near six hundred yards and six TDs. Yep. So that a, I that was an I'm amazing like, that's game. That's what I'm getting all next year. Like I'm I'm in. I'm going to every single game. Oh <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. one of, one of one of my good buddies is a he's from Ohio he, and he's a gigantic Ohio State fan and uh, he texts me during the Heisman ceremony. He's like these motherfuckers, man. He's like they don't even know what they're doing, man. He's like they're gonna come back next year. It needs to be so. And I mean, he fucking and, started it at the at the damn Rose Bowl, man. So I yeah, that's what he's man. doing. Like, and let's ride. That was a hell of a game, man. That Utah, that was a hell of a game. That was fun. Yeah, I, I have nothing. It's funny. One of my one of my really good buddies, he's uh he's from Utah, obviously a huge Utah fan. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, how often do we play each other, right? So we're kind of like giving each other back and forth. Yeah, and it was probably it was probably up there with the Georgia Bama game. It was probably one of the funnest football games this year uh, and it was just a treat to watch i i was supposed to work that day i ended up getting off i'm like this is fate this is gonna be a great game <laughs> yeah, and it ended up being off yeah man awesome, right? it lived up to it for sure yeah. um all right man well i guess we pretty much covered those qbs man um we'll go ahead and close out the show uh, you guys can reach us or reach out of your Falcon mind. You can uh, email us. Let's just like Bryce did. Uh, I don't know who that could, who knows what Bryce that was, but um, <laughs> maybe he was checking on <laughs> checking on next year's stock. Um, but uh, yeah, no man. You can email us at atlfalconfancast@gmail.com. Uh, we're on Twitter at out of your f in mind, just f in mind. Um, on Instagram, out of your Falcon mind, which we post a little bit on there. 
Um, but yeah, reach out to us. Uh, you can follow us, like I said, on Twitter. Um, hit us up anytime for show ideas or thoughts, stuff you think we're crazy or whatever. I mean, you know, like it's it's cool. We don't, we don't get butt hurt by it. Uh, we'll talk about it. <laughs> so it's all good. Right. Um, yeah, man. Um, Adam, tell them where everybody can uh, follow you and reach you at. Yeah. So I, I, I man, I do. I'm, I feel like I'm like right now it's seasonable time. I, f- I feel like I'm doing a lot everywhere, but my main stuff is on uh, around the block Falcons. Um, and we have our own uh, uh, Falcons nest pod. Uh, mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's ran by a bunch of us, a bunch of co-hosts there. Uh, but I, I contributed to those two and I'm doing a bunch of draft stuff. Um, so you'll, I run routine spaces all the time on my Twitter. Um, I, you know, I record them so people can watch later. And, or sorry, listen later. They're really good. Um, a lot of draft stuff in there, a lot of off season talk. Um, it's just, you know, I, I like to keep it free and, and, you know, we, we keep everybody's opinion uh, important. You know, I, right. I feel like um, we, as fans, we don't know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? So, exactly. you know, I, me and you, we're just, you know, we're just, we're doing what we love. We, we love watching football. So we just watch a little bit more. Yeah. Um, so I just keep my opinion. I, I check out other people other people's opinions and you know then i then i think of it and you know i credit that person this person comes on talks to me says you know all this all this fun stuff so i'm uh you know i i keep it free on my on my page uh my my own personal page is uh at damsky 32 uh d-a-m-s-k-i um and you can check me on there man we do we do some fun stuff the spaces is great like for fitter interaction with everybody I, I love anybody can pop in ask me a question or even just come and shoot the shit with us yeah. um we're 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 a lovable group so so just jump on in and john like anytime you you see that little twitter spaces jump on in and man come talk to talk yeah to well man i definitely will yeah because um i actually i saw the day i was working that's what's been the, the problem so like this whole senior bowl is causing my work uh, just to go ape shit i work from home you know and so and yeah. like, my wife will come by and she's like what are you working on i'm like I'm watching the senior bowl video and I'm watching some shit on a quarterback. I've got like word up. I'm typing out these fucking notes and stuff. And she's like, you're, but the, you don't even get paid for that. I'm like, I know, I, I know. I don't get paid for that. I'm thinking <laughs> I'm getting paid though, honey. Like I'm getting, I'm, you know, in my maybe, mind. maybe one day, maybe somebody will listen and be like, damn, we got to, you know, I mean, you never, never know, but uh, <laughs> no, she's cool. She's too for supportive of it. But yeah, no, it's just funny. Cause yeah, it's, but yeah, I'll definitely, I'll listen to the one uh, on, I didn't, I couldn't could listen live day, but I listened to the recording when it was yeah. awesome. Yeah. They, they, yeah. Y'all went through the, this, well, I guess kind of the senior what's happened so far, some of the edge rushing possibilities and kind of a little yeah. bit of everything today. So draft, really draft awesome. prospects, Falcon stuff. Uh, we yeah. kind of bounce around. Uh, you know, it, it's good, man. Like the people that jump in, they're they're really good draft heavy guys, or they're Falcon, very Falcons oriented. Like me and Aaron got a really good relationship from Locked On Falcons, yeah. so we bounce things off one another. Uh, Eric Robinson, who's obviously working mm-hmm. uh, with ESPN and then uh, with the Falcon Hall, like he jumps in too. Um, just great people, man. Like that's what I mean. That's why I feel welcome there uh, with the with the Falcons and in the South. Um, so I'm gonna have to come visit you guys, I guess, sometime. Oh hell yeah, dude! Come on down. We'll catch a game. Absolutely. Down the freaking <laughs> yeah. Mercedes Benz. Damn right. Yeah. And, yeah, there's like two dollar hot dogs i'm told now yeah but uh, yeah, so. oh you sold me i might have to book a flight <laughs> but yeah man no seriously i mean but you know i mean like mike and i when we started this in october so mike is like uh ancient like he does he had no social media at all you know and so um and so uh you know when we started this and like i had i had twitter and everything and i was you know i, I wasn't very active with it but then like jumping into falcons twitter when we did 
which can be a hell of a place to be. Um, <laughs> cause yeah, I mean, there are some, there's some insane takes and just all over the board and whatever. Um, but you gotta uh, be careful in there, man. You, you, you really do. You really do. But I mean, I look, we look for, you know, try to find like your account and like, you know, the Falcoholic of course, and Aaron's account and, you know, Eric's follow him, you know, just get around people that, because like we're open-minded as hell. Like, and I mean, I don't ever think that my, like, this is it. Like, and this is, I'm going to, oh, yeah. I mean, like you, you can maybe convince me otherwise. That's great if you can, because I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. You know, like I, I'm, yeah, I'm, me, I'm sure. just learning, I'm just learning more about it. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's, it's the same deal. We just want to reach out and like support other podcasts because, you know, we're all Falcons fans. We're all just having fun yeah, talking, sure. talking about loving it, you know, so that's kind of what we wanted to do. And so we'll definitely have you back on, man, because this has been great. Sure. I mean, it's too bad Mike wasn't here, but he, he can be on the next one and uh, whatever that is. But uh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So anyway, guys, uh, again, you can listen to us on Spotify, iTunes. You can watch us on YouTube. We're going to start doing these things live pretty soon. Um, I don't know exactly when I got to get the mic on that, but we are going to start streaming these things live. So it's a little bit, once we have, I think once we have a better right now, our schedule is kind of all over the board, but we're going to nail down like a date and time. So we can tell you guys like when we're going to be available and when, when to plan to watch for it. So we'll, we'll do that when we uh, get closer probably to the season, but we'll see maybe before then. But um yeah, and if you're watching, if you listen on iTunes or Spotify, drop us a five-star review. Greatly appreciate it. Just helps us get more visible out there in the uh, community and, uh, you know, helps us move up the ladder of those, uh, those podcasts. So anyway, guys, appreciate you listening to this one uh, with Adam Damsky. And uh, we will be back probably next week uh, talking about, man, I don't know, probably running backs, receivers. We'll hit another group and uh, I will spend more time doing that than working and we will have more fun. So catch you guys next week. Adam, again, man, appreciate you joining us, man. It's been awesome. No problem. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, guys, we out.